0: Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Kia ora everyone. How are you today when you're listening to this, whether it's Monday when I release these or later on? I hope you are very well. Um, so today, what we're gonna chat about is how the podcast guests I've had on so far have impacted my thinking this year because I sort of was reflecting on a few decisions I've made throughout the year and I was thinking a lot of those choices came from mindset shifts as a result of hearing from so many successful people with great mindsets and um, I guess have, have been through a lot now where they can look back on their life and um, give advice on the decisions that they've made and that kind of thing so through osmosis I took on a lot of that thinking and I feel like I didn't even realize how much it's affected me um, until reflecting so I'm keen to talk about exactly what changes I've made and how I feel like that's come as a result of the podcast so yeah it should be pretty interesting and I haven't got much of a I guess, plan for this one. I don't really plan too much for the solo apps because I like to just talk freely. Um, makes it a lot easier on everyone listening, I think, rather than talking like I'm reading off a script. But anyway, I hope you've been enjoying all the podcast episodes lately. And um, yeah, just really appreciate your support as always. So not going to go on too long because everyone hates long intro, but here we are a minute in already. Anyway, yep, let's get on with it. So I personally believe it's really important to have people in your life who champion you, who are your mentors. Um, and this could be anyone, you know. It could be teachers at your school, bosses at work, parents, friends, parents, friends. It could really be anyone and it kind of ties into the whole idea that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with because we all know that's so true. But it ties into that because you want to have people around you who are looking out for your best interest and really want to see you succeed you know obviously being around jealous bitter people is not ideal and something that I just have no time for and I don't think anyone else should have any time for that crap either um if you if you're sitting listening to this right now and you feel like you have a friend group or a family or you're surrounded by people who um don't look out for your best interest and don't and you feel like you champion them but they're not championing you I would really consider dropping all of those people and not looking back it's like this this is a mindset shift in itself I mean I used to be the kind of person that was like oh you know try to repair it but if it's been going on for long now just drop it and don't look back like I just Yeah. yeah there's no time for that kind of shit in your life and it's a cliche but life is genuinely way too short to be wasting time on losers like it genuinely is just too short. And there are so many people in this world who will listen to anyone. They, they could have anyone in their ear talking about how they need to make the most of their life and um, really take advantage of every day. And they're still not going to make any changes. And we all know people like that. Um, but if those are the kind of people that are bringing you down and like scoffing at you for trying to change your life or do something with your life, then fuck that. So anyway, I just had to get that out of the way. And the reason I went off on that tangent was basically just to reiterate the idea that this year, through starting a podcast, it has given me, I guess, the leverage and the opportunity to meet so many people who are those champions. Um, And not necessarily for me, but they are champions of people in their life, like they are successful, inspiring, motivational, energetic, passionate people um, and even just getting a chance to to be around them in their presence, hear what they have to say about life and take on their, perspe- their perspective has been incredible for me and I think a, a real um, testament to showing that having those sort of people in your life can really change your outlook and might be the little trigger you need to just switch gears into or onto a different path if you've been struggling with that sort of thing for a while because I know there are so many people out there who lead lives where it's going to take them somewhere terrible like jail or an early grave but there are also people out there who have led those kind of lives and then completely flipped it to now being a really successful motivated person who is grateful for every day and I find it quite interesting to figure out where that and why that little switch happens and how we can get more people to have that click. Um, And it always takes me back to Rabette in one, I've forgotten what episode it is, but Rabette Hollis, great episode. And he said that he just wants to leave breadcrumbs for people. And that idea has always resonated with me since then. And it's the same thing I want to... Have those, or I want to work out what those little breadcrumbs are that are really going to take people from a place where they've faced adversity, hardship, challenges, and actually turn that into the fuel, I suppose, that sets them on a new journey or a new way of life, um, new way of living where they are actually happy. Not just saying they're happy, not just surface level happy, but they're actually happy with the life they're living. Aside from the podcast guests, I have been lucky enough to have other mentors in my life. Um, I've been blessed with some of the best parents around, I think, Um, lucky for me. And I also have been introduced to so many incredible leaders in the industries I want to be in. Uh, For example, Luke has really, Luke, who's been on a few of our podcasts, I'm sure you all know him because you all love when he comes on episodes, but he has really shaped the way I've approached this podcast and the way I've approached my career um, and has supported and motivated me on pretty much everything. So I'm really, really grateful to have someone like him that I can talk to and I don't often use the word lucky, but I think in that case, meeting him and Phil for uni work experience, I was very, very lucky. Although I'm saying that, something Luke always says was the teacher will appear when the student is ready. And I feel like that was a situation where that reigned true. So, yeah, very grateful for them and all the other mentors I've had in my life. Obviously not going to go into it. But again, those breadcrumbs were left for me. And that's something that I want to help to leave for other people as well. So the first thing that I feel like has completely changed is my perspective on social media. I used to put a lot of weight on what I put onto social media, like my personal social media about my life. I used to put a lot of weight into that, into what it looked like to other people. I would get down rabbit holes all the time. Of I'm really exposing myself here, but you know, like stalking girls and. Comparing myself physically and being like, oh, I'm never going to look like that. Comparing my lives to other people saying, oh, I don't like, I, I want that, but how am I going to get there? It was just jealousy and it was being upset. And it was the classic social media rut that we've all been in before. Um, but talking to so many of these people and actually getting to meet them work out how their lives work what they value it's really 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 taken that weight off social media because most of the people I talk to actually are creators of some kind whether that's within the the business they have or on online they're creators they don't consume as much as they probably create and if they do consume it's other creators and it's more inspiration so it's kind of changed the way I look at social media as a whole Um, and now you know the main social media I'm on is the one up project Instagram where I follow heaps of small businesses heaps of people starting up little side hustles or just people on some kind of journey whether that's financial physical whatever it is and it's super 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 motivating and all of these people really build me up as well and it's social media that I enjoy being on and when I look through my stories and my posts I don't feel drained I actually just feel motivated and inspired to get up and actually start doing shit with my day and the people are all people I look up to and admire them for something they've done or for some way that they present themselves so it's a really positive place for me to be and I don't go on my normal like personal Instagram account as much as I usually would because I don't put as much weight on it anymore and I I tend to create more than I consume these days and if I do consume I make sure that it's only for gaining that inspiration I mean when I go on my normal Instagram now I'm if I do go on it I'm hardly on it for very long at all because I actually get real bored because I that it's not making me feel good like going on the one-up project Instagram does it doesn't fire me up it doesn't get me going for the day you know like I'm just looking at other people live their life while I'm not living mine whereas when I'm consuming on the one-up project I'm like right yes I'm gonna get off this right now and like write a blog post or work on the website or um, attack my day at work with real positive energy or talk to a manager about how can I improve an upskill to got the ladder or whatever it is you know like it really motivates me to get on with my own life whereas I feel like social media when it is toxic it consumes you to the point where you don't even want to get on with your own life you're sort of you just shrink into a shell of yourself and you don't want to go out there and live your own life because everyone else's lives are so loud and in your face. And that sounds dramatic, but you know, I think that the generations older than us, like above millennials, I don't think they fully understand just how much the psychology behind social media really affects people. Like they think, oh, they're looking at a screen and they're getting upset, but there's so much more to that. And I think by the time we're grandparents, the the, mentality and the thinking around what social media does to young people is going to be completely different and how we see mental health is going to look a lot differently and we're going to be able to have I feel more tools around how young people can deal with the toxicities that come with social media um, because yeah they're definitely there and I love social media I've turned it for me into a quite a positive place and don't get me wrong there are still days where I obviously go on the one-up project and I'm like fuck this like I'm doing not as good as all these other people and blah 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 but that's hardly the case like majority of the time I'm on there and I'm really loving what everyone's putting on I'm interacting I'm engaging a lot more in a lot a lot more of a positive way than I would be on my normal Instagram and for the last week I've actually deleted my normal Instagram off my phone so I can only access it through desktop to see if anyone's messaged me and I might look through a few stories or down the feed for a bit but I'll be on it for like two minutes tops And it has allowed me to spend so much more time on my actual life. As I was saying before, you know, all the time I would have spent mindlessly scrolling. I mean, it's probably gone to TikTok to be fair, but but the, the time that I would spend scrolling on my normal Instagram, I feel like I'm actually putting into things I enjoy, like the one up project or whatever else in my life, my friends or my family or something like that. I feel like it's actually opened up more time for me um so that might be something you want to consider if you feel like social media is a place that absolutely consumes you because I have been there and I know what it's like and it is horrible and it does suck and um if anyone tells you otherwise that you need to toughen up or whatever just tell them to shut the fuck up because they have no idea what they're on about and they're probably way older than you or they haven't been through something like that before and you'll just have to say look I understand but this is what's happening so I just need to deal with it and that's that okay (laughs) next thing so this is crucial Uh, and I'm not going into specifically who has you know made me think this way because I think it's been a combination of everyone and finding the trends and the patterns and what people have been saying because a lot of the people I interview are obviously a lot older than me so they always say things like oh if I was young this is what I would do and when I hear that I think about all the other guests who've talked about what they would do if they were young. And a lot of the time these things line up and I think, okay, well, surely if they all wish they had done that, then it makes sense that I give it a go and just see how it plays out. So that's kind of the attitude I've taken. So anyway, you might've seen recently, I did an episode all about finding your passion and it's always been quite a uh, hard topic for me to talk about because it's something I struggle with. It's like I never felt like I had my thing, doing that in air quotes, but I really believe that this year I have completely dropped the expectation to find my passion. Passion is not one thing, um, for some people it might be, but for the majority of us passion will be a collection of different things we do in our life and one of the guests I recently had on was saying, you know, why talk about finding your passion when you should just be bringing passion to everything you do and that really hit me I was like thinking yeah that's so true why put so much stress on yourself to be trying to find the one thing that is your passion all the time when you could just bring that passionate energy to everything you do and maybe something will spark and you know that'll lead you down other paths where you'll find things you're more passionate about and so on and so on it almost makes me feel a little bit sick like to be honest talking about finding a passion because it's such a um, trigger word these days and it's something that has always really stressed me out but I have become so much more relaxed with the idea of not finding this one thing that's going to change my life forever and like I said bring energy to the things I do. And make sure that if I am bringing energy to something, it is genuine. So if you hate your job, you're obviously not going to go in every day and be like, yo, love work, today's going to be the meanest day ever. Let's get into it. Can't wait. And when you actually hate it, like, you know, that's, you're obviously not going to do that. But then that tells you that you're in a job you hate. So then maybe you've actually got to take a step back and analyze why you're in a job that you hate right now. Is it because you crave stability? Is it because it pays well? Like what is the reason there? Why can't you bring passion to what you're doing or energy to what you're doing and then sit back and change that? Something else I've picked up around finding a passion is that if you're going to do that, you need to give everything a go. You need to try a million and one things and find out what you hate and then you'll come closer to finding what you enjoy. And statistically thinking, like if you're more of a practical logic kind of person, the more things you try, the more likely you are that you're going to find something you enjoy or something that you really hate, which is going to push you in another direction, possibly towards something you really enjoy. So statistically, the more you try, the more chance you've got of succeeding in finding something you enjoy. So why not give everything a shot, take a risk and go for it and just do something a little bit out of the box that isn't maybe as stable or is a little different or is a more more of a risk than what you originally were thinking of taking? How many people have you listened to speak about their life and say, I wish I had done that when I was younger. I wish I had just done that business that I wanted when I was younger, took on that extra job, done that thing for free, spoke to that person, whatever it was. How many people say that? Like They wish when they were younger, when they had more time, when they didn't have kids, they wish they took more risks. Honestly, I have been overwhelmed with people saying that to me this year and it has pushed me. Exactly in the opposite direction to take as many risks as I can while I'm young because I've got so much time to recover, and pretty much everyone you also talk to when you say you're going to take a risk says, Oh yeah, best time to do it when you're young, you know you've got to go for it you've got it you've got so much time to recover, but yet no one's actually willing to do that themselves, and when you do do it, it's such a huge shock, but everyone's so supportive and it's like, why is that? I think people need to take a look at their lives and see what the barriers are that are holding them back from taking the risk and I understand that some people you know have families and that kind of thing and they rely on certain incomes and I guess those aren't really the people I'm talking to here because that isn't my life so I I don't I can't speak on that (laughs) really but if you are someone who's wanting to take a risk and sort of has a bit of leeway where you can with kids without kids with family without family whatever then you should do it you should take advantage of the time right now regardless of whether you're 18 or 32 you should take the time and actually just go for what you want now because you're never ever ever going to get yesterday back so you may as well just do it you know a lot of the people I've spoken to are those people who have taken the risk and done it and you can see it in their eyes when they're talking like they've got this energy and it's so different but it's so contagious and when you're listening to them when you're looking them in the eye and they're telling you if I knew what I knew now When I was younger, I would have taken a lot more risk and started earlier, whether that was whatever it is in their life, they would have started earlier, done more of it and just essentially try more things, I think, and experience life overall a little bit more rather than worrying about what the best path is. You know, people get so caught up on what the right thing to do is and what the best path is and what... 100% is going to work out for you. But the thing is, you're never going to figure that out. You're never going to figure that out. The only time you're going to figure that out is when the time's already gone. Hindsight, everyone's best friend and worst enemy. And there are so many people out there who will listen to a million and one Gary V videos, Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins inspirational speeches, but they still won't do anything. They'll listen to it. But they won't make any changes. And there are so many people like that. Don't be one of those people. Actually make changes. Figure out why you want it and what's going to drive you and, and actually just do it. I almost feel like because I've had the opportunity to speak to so many people, I have no other choice but to take on what they're saying. Because I've been given the luxury of their time. And I would be wasting it if I was to just listen to them and then to go back and live a life where I'm wasting away money, resources, and time on shit that doesn't matter. Like, and, and you guys should be the same when you're listening to the episodes of the people talking. You should be thinking how you can apply what they're saying to your own life. And I know there'll be certain things in certain episodes that have resonated with you. And certain things people have said that you've thought, shit, yeah, like that's something I need to implement. Or I really agree with that. Or oh, I've never thought about it like that, you know? Also, trust your gut. Your gut is always right. Whether you're thinking about leaving a job, a relationship, a friendship, whatever it is, whatever the decision is, the hard choice, the ultimatum, whatever the thing is, trust your gut. It will never fail you. I feel like that is just something I've learned this year and I'm going to pass that on and do what you will with that information even though you've probably heard that a million times but your gut is always always right oh okay this next one's quite fun too so I have dropped my ego but upped my self-belief and obviously not a hundred percent on both sides I'm not the perfect human but definitely more so than previously so I've dropped my ego and upped my self-belief what does that mean this podcast has taught me to be a good listener I feel and to listen to people with the aim of taking on the value rather than how I can respond even though my job is to respond and and flow sort of the episode a lot of the time I do take massive pauses in between what people have said because I'm just taking in everything they've said and trying to apply it to my own life like I'm really getting just as much value out of this as anyone else. And, and that's the whole thing really is, is for me to be learning alongside people. But I've really dropped my ego in, in the sense that I've learned how valid everyone's perspective is. But that doesn't mean I have to agree. So I try to have on the podcast people from all walks of life, you know, whether that's the average person, someone with a following online, someone who has a really high paying job, someone who doesn't earn as much, I want a massive range of people and I want to hear all sorts of perspectives so that I can really gain a wholesome view on my life and life itself and it's allowed me to just find the value in everyone's story as well and really appreciate the luxuries I've had in my life. I feel like I've never been so grateful Um, but yeah, just really appreciate the luxuries that I've had growing up in my life and how that may have pushed me forward in certain areas Um, where others had to work a lot harder for that and and vice versa of course so I think dropping my ego is a really important part of making this work because I am not an expert and I do make mistakes and I am learning and I'm only young and so I needed to drop what I thought I knew in order to take on the value that other people had and and feel prepared that those thoughts those opinions could be rewritten things I've been told thinking were true my whole life could be completely turned upside down Um, and it's really allowed me to open up my mind to so many new ways of thinking but then on the other side of that I feel like my self-belief has shot through the fucking roof like no joke I back myself so much I really do like I know that no matter what I will be okay in life, I will work shit out, I will get things done, I will be a good person and I will live a life I'm happy with. I have absolutely no doubt because I won't settle for anything less and my self-belief and my ability to, to know my own strengths and what I bring to a room, to a table, to, to whatever I'm doing has, has really strengthened and I feel like that has changed a lot of how I think and the way I live my life. But you see, that could come across extremely arrogant and maybe even ignorant, but I don't think it is at all. I think it's actually just me not wasting time being unnecessarily humble about the way I am, you know, like in New Zealand, the culture, obviously there's tall poppy syndrome, but there's a real huge culture around staying humble, you know, don't flaunt too much of your life and... Be a bit more conservative and don't talk about how good you are at something. And I, to a certain extent, 100% agree with that. I don't like arrogant people and I don't like people who um, act without considering others' emotions and feelings because they think they're right and, you know, that that kind of thing. Um, But I think there's actually a massive difference between that version of being arrogant and actually just knowing your worth, like believing in yourself and knowing your self-worth. I think if you can crack that, your life will genuinely change forever. I'm still working on it. You know, I'm 22 years old. Uh, (laughs) I'm definitely no perfect person and I have my faults for sure, as we all do. But I really am coming into a place where I know my worth and I'm not prepared to let anyone tell me what it is anymore because I know what it is. I know who I am or at least I'm on the journey to knowing who I am and I don't need other people to bring me back down to earth and say, oh, you know, maybe you're being a little bit too ambitious with this podcast thing or maybe you should just try and focus on something else or it's risky or this and that. It's like, no, I actually know what I'm capable of and I actually believe in myself. So whether or not this is a huge fa- failure or a huge success, it doesn't matter because I, I back myself and this is going to be a good test to how resilient I can be either way. And I'm actually not scared of failure. If it fails, it's just another learning isn't it I mean it really doesn't matter at the end of the day so don't let anyone else tell you what your value and what your worth is you determine that for yourself and you need to go and figure that out if it's not something that you feel confident in because like I said before I feel like if you can get to a place where you know your worth it's going to change your life obviously professionally but personally as well and and you're just going to be able to stand up for yourself a lot more and live a life where you're genuinely content and happy because That's you you have determined that, not someone else. As you can see, I get real caught up on being genuinely happy. I think I think there's like a little fear inside me about not genuinely being happy in life. Like I don't want to be fifty and rethinking all my life decisions and not, in my heart and soul, be happy with the life I live and enjoy it. I actually genuinely want to feel that way. So. I'll almost I'll do anything to feel that way and if it starts with knowing my worth then I'm on the right track so the last thing which kind of leads on to what I've been talking about before as well is I've stopped putting time into things and people for the wrong reasons and then feeling guilty for it so an example of this might be a friend who really brings you down has asked you to go out for dinner and you want to go because you feel like you should and you feel guilty because you haven't seen them in ages and you know that they like always make efforts to hang out with you even though you feel like they're not a good friend or you know you really don't like your job and it's bringing you down every day you like can't stand getting out of bed in the morning but you know that your boss is going through a hard time and you feel like you should stay because they've been really good to you in the past and you just feel like guilty for leaving because you feel like you owe someone else something. Any situation like that, I have decided to cut out <laughs> and make a decision on and not feel guilty about it. I, I get consumed by guilt so easily. It's, I think, just a part of my nature. But sometimes it, it's bad because it goes the other way where you just, uh, you feel so guilty about things that have nothing to do with you personally and, and shouldn't actually be up to you to feel guilty about because it's someone else's problem a lot of a lot of the time like with that friend you know it's sad that they that you might be the only friend and they always want to hang out with you but it's also on them that they're toxic and need to sort out their personality and you know your boss it sucks that he might be he or she god internalized sexism he or she might be going through a rough time but it's not your fault that that's the case and you shouldn't feel tied to them because you feel like you owe them something sometimes you just have to be a savage like sometimes you just have to be selfish and put your own happiness first like I'm sorry sometimes you just have to be like that And if you're someone like me then that will be really um, confronting and hard and something that would be really hard for you to do but yeah I I feel through hearing so many people on the podcast talk about the journey they've been on and how they've met people and it's slowed down this and listening to people criticize them has done this to them and blah, blah, blah. It's like, why should we put any time into people that aren't making us happy? And it might not necessarily be their fault, might not be because they're a horrible person, it might just be because naturally that's how the situation has gone. So if that is the case, toxic or not, you shouldn't feel guilty and you should be able to just freely let go of these people and these things in your life um, to move on to a better situation for you. And you can always do everything with kindness, you don't have to be a complete rude dude about it. You can do it with kindness and you can do it to the best of your ability. And I think at the end of the day, if you've tried to be as compassionate and as kind as you can to the very best of your ability and that's still not good enough, then oh well. You literally gave it all you possibly could and you're doing what's best for yourself and you still gave it all you possibly could in terms of kindness and trying to keep things civil or whatever and that's all you can really ask for. Because at the end of the day, if something is making you miserable, you just have to put yourself first. You have to do things because you want to do them at the end of the day. Don't let other people make you feel guilty for making your own decisions that contribute to your own happiness. You know yourself the best. So if you're content with making a decision, then that's great. And if someone else tries to make you feel guilty for it, then there's some issue on their side that's on them um, as to why they don't want you making that decision. So maybe that's something you should explore as well. So with that said, I think I'm going to leave it there because I'm getting better at these. I used to talk for like an hour and then have to cut it down. But this is pretty good sitting at around the half half an hour mark and won't bore you for too long. But if you do like these sort of solo apps, let me know. But I guess to wrap it all up, those are some things that I have I feel like have come as a result of listening to people talk on this podcast business owners creators whatever they've been people with journey people with energy people with story those are the things I've learned and those are the things that I now carry through my everyday life and I feel like will actually change a lot for me going forward so I feel very grateful for the opportunities that I have received the people who have given me their time um and I hope that you have also taken a lot away from the podcast as well if you are listening on, what is it, Apple Podcasts right now, please leave a review and a rating. It would mean heaps to me and it, it's really going to help me out for something that's going to change my life soon, which I'll go into on another solo ep. So yeah, that would be so freaking helpful if you could do that. I would appreciate it a lot. Um, and yeah, I just hope that you took something valuable away from this episode. Oh my God, I say that in the outro, so you're going to hear that again. Sorry. But yeah. If there's anything you've taken away from this episode or the other ones, do let me know. Send me a message or just comment on on the episode release post on my Instagram. Catch me over there because obviously, as you can tell, I'm over there a lot. And I love chatting to you and heaps of exciting things coming up, of course. And I'll catch you on the next one. See ya!